This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by the good folks at Capital Plus. They help you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide, and you can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz and check out all the things where they can help you on the financing side of your business. All right, so exciting show today. So we've got a very interesting guest um, I first found out about Maxwell about, I guess it's probably been maybe two months ago or so. Um, Misty, who does all the booking for the show and everything is my uh, virtual assistant. You've heard me talk about her before. She was out scouring, looking for guests and found Maxwell Ivy. And this guy is super, super interesting and has a very, very interesting journey, entrepreneurial journey. And so, uh, with that, uh, I want to welcome to the show, the blind blogger himself, Maxwell Ivy. Maxwell, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show, and I'm looking forward to a great conversation. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's uh, he's look, and Max is going to tell us all about this stuff, so I don't want to steal his thunder. But um, he's a self help author. Um, he is a, as you will find, a hilarious motivational speaker. He's an online online media publicist, and he's the host of What's Your Excuse. Uh, which is another, uh, his show. And so what we're going to talk about today is um, finding solutions, not excuses. You guys have heard me talk about this before in various parts of different shows here and there. And I think it's, you know, that paradigm, that mindset people get into of whatever you look for, you're going to find more of it. And I think uh, it's very important to stay out of that mindset. And uh, Max is definitely someone who does that. So Max, tell us a little bit, uh, well, tell us a lot about your journey, I should say. <laughs> All righty. Um, yes, it's kind of uh, it's kind of ironic. Um, you first, they explain the format to me and tell me I have nine minutes, and then they tell me, "Tell us a lot about your story." So, <laughs> uh, I am. I grew up in a family of carnival owners. All I ever wanted to do was to help out in the business and be part of it. As I got older, um, I started losing my vision when I was uh, four or five. I lost quite a bit of it by the time I was twelve. I eventually. Uh, would go totally blind by the time I graduated college. But during that whole time, I continued to be part of the family business. And I helped uh, operate games. I did bookings. Uh, I made the cold calls. And uh, when my dad passed away, the carnival went out of business, so I had to start my own business. And that led to me creating a place called the Midway Marketplace, where I helped people buy and sell carnival rides and games and amusement park Amusement park equipment? Are okay. you guys still there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I had some technical issues. My computer wanted to talk, and it didn't need to. Um, <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. So um, I started this website, didn't have the first clue about being online or having a website, so I had to learn a whole bunch of stuff, including how to hand code HTML. And uh, people were impressed by the work I did to build that business and overcoming challenges. So they said they wanted me to share more of my uh, story about being a blind entrepreneur. And that led to a second website, The Blind Blogger, where 
I share the experiences of being a blind entrepreneur, and that has led to three books so far, traveling cross-country solo, public speaking, helping other people get on podcasts, doing over 200 podcasts myself as a guest, and as you mentioned, having my own show, what's your excuse where I interview people who have overcome adversity or difficult life circumstances? Very interesting. So, so you were a carny. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you'd be surprised how many hosts get that wrong and think I was a circus person, but or 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 not know to use the word carny. So I got to give you props for doing your research. Um, and yeah, I've I've done everything. My grandmother started me at a, at a young age um, with uh, boxing popcorn and putting butter on the corn and putting a syrup on snow cones. And besides the bookings and operating kids' games, I've, I have helped set up and take down rides when there was not enough help. And so I've had grease all over it, over me at one point or another in my lifetime. <laughs> so you kind of did everything, I'm guessing, then, with your family being so so involved. I mean, like I said, you probably did everything from soup to nuts as far as uh, a carnival goes, not only setting it up but booking it and, and you know travel arrangements, logistics, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you know, it's just like any other small business. You rarely have enough people, resources, money, and so you get to the point where if something needs to be done, somebody in the family is probably going to end up doing it. And <laughs> as my as my dad used to say, when we would get to the next town and we would surprise people by some of our creative solutions, he would say, what, did we have a choice? <laughs> and, he, you know, he taught, he taught me that over a lot of years, traveling up and down the roads uh, and, you know, finding some creative solutions. Is uh, I was once told by another podcast host that, you know, Max, being in the carnival business the way you were is like a Ph.D. course in hustle and muscle. And I've, I've remembered that because I thought that was a really cool expression of, you know, the things that I have had to learn. The most important being that you have to that it, it's all a decision. You can decide to find excuses or you can decide to find creative solutions, even if they're not the ones you would prefer. And even if they're dirty, embarrassing um, and things that you would prefer not to have to do twice. You know, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's about does it work? Did it solve the problem? Which is, you know, I mentioned in my introduction that I used to hand code my website in HTML. That's not something I would wish on anybody else because... <laughs> Doing that one character at a time, one less than, greater than, slash, all that stupid stuff, um, you know, even if you can't see it, it starts to run together at some point and you start reading it in your sleep. So, you know, being able to do things with WordPress nowadays where you don't really have to know how a picture gets onto a website or how a link gets made, but, you know, you just do it um, is is very important. But at that time, um, I didn't have the money to hire somebody. Uh, I didn't have the trust to, to take somebody, even if I could have afforded it. And I couldn't do the, what you see is what you get, which is referred to as WYSIWYG, obviously, because, mm -hmm. you know, I had light perception at best. So the only answer really left to me was learning how to hand code HTML. And that meant using the W3C.org school and learning one lesson at a time and repeating it over and over again until I got good enough to do it without thinking. Well, that's definitely a lesson in uh, in humility as well as, of you know, like you'd mentioned, the hustle and muscle. I mean, you, you did what you had to do at that situation. So we've only got about uh, a little less than a minute left before we got to head to a break here. But I wanted to ask you a real quick question. What is your favorite quote, Max? 
favorite quote comes from my dad. It goes, if you don't ask, they can't say yes, which is the more positive spin on the old expression of the worst thing that can happen is they can say no. But uh, my dad was always really good at uh, finding the positive, and, and he gave me a great example in that area that I still carry into my work today. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right, so I should mention, so our guest this week, Max Ivy. you can find him. His website is theblindblogger.net. And you can find him on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You can go out and look him up, Maxwell Ivy. Last name is I-V-E-Y. Uh, go out and find his show out there called What's Your Excuse? And again, website again, theblindblogger.net. So we're going to head to break here. We'll come back, and Mr. Biz Tip of the Week will continue talking with Max and learn more and more about his history and entrepreneurial journey. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And again, we are brought to you by Capital Plus. They remove the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right. It's time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week, it is a quote from none other than Mr. Smart Guy himself, Tom Edison. And the quote is, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. And I think it's pretty fitting considering we're talking to Max Ivey, who definitely looks for solutions, not excuses. And uh, you just give us that great quote you had at the end of the last segment. It's funny, I uh, one of my favorite quotes, and you just had a more positive spin on it, is Steve Jobs. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. And it got to the point that you'll get a kick out of this one. Um, so I've preached that. We've got three girls, and I've preached that to our kids, right? Uh, you know, to just go for it, right? <laughs> you, you know where I'm going with this, right, Max? Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. our teenage daughter asked me something that was a bit outrageous, asked for permission to do something. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she said, Dad, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And I'm like, gosh, dang it, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was I was thinking about that quote you just read about um, about giving up. There's a famous uh, quote from the amusement industry. It's been accredited to W.C. Field, but it's pretty it's very similar to the one you just referenced. And it goes like this. Uh, Son, the only way you can lose is to is to die or quit playing. And you look pretty healthy to me, kid. (laughs) I like it. I like it. That sounds like W.C. Fields. That sounds like uh, the way he would phrase it, too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it goes back to the battle days of the carnival games when some of the games, the only way you were going to win is if you kept playing to the point where the operator decided you had spent enough to win. So <laughs> that's where it comes from. But, you know, you were 
Uh, and you were talking about how your daughter's through your daughter threw back this. If you you know if you don't ask the answers, always know. Recently, I've been having my friends throw this. Uh, hey, Max, you're the no excuses guy. You're the what's your excuse? Why why are you telling me no? <laughs> <laughs> like, just because I can doesn't mean it's a good fit for me at this time. There you but, go. You know, you know, and that's. That's been one of those interesting transitions I've had to make in the last 12 years, and it's taken me a lot longer than I hoped it would or thought it would. I've gone from a guy who said, the only thing I know is the carnival business, because the only thing I know is helping people sell rides, to, um, well, never tried writing a book before. I've never tried doing interviews before. All these things, see how they turn out, and most of the time they've worked out really well. So now I'm at the where somebody can come along and go, yeah, Max, I think it would be great if you did X. And I'm like, you know, I could totally see me doing that, but not this week or this month or this year because it just doesn't fit into what I'm doing right now. But, you know, that's a big mindset change to get to, to go from can't to maybe I can to yes, I can, but maybe not right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it's fascinating. I mean, I got to ask you, I mean, how the heck do you get into writing? I mean, as a blind person <laughs> to get into writing? No, I mean, it's it's very, very inspirational. And the fa- here's the thing. And that's why the the perfect title for the show is Finding Solutions on Excuses, because I have, look, I'm not going to call anyone out by name, but there have been people who actually have been guests on the show and are friends of mine that uh, are in the process or want to write a book, and they just haven't really gotten it done. I, I have one particular friend who's been on the show multiple times who's been writing a book for like, I think about three years now, um, yeah. and he just hasn't got it done. And so I'm absolutely going to use you, Max, as an example to say <laughs> I had a guy on the show who is blind and has written three books. So, in your words, Max, what's your excuse? That's what I'm going to ask him. Uh, so how did you get into it. that? I look, forward, I look forward to it because that's, that's, that's where the name of the podcast came from is because people would read my blog post and they would go, you know, and they would tell their friends or they would leave comments to me, you know, Max, if you can do it, what's my excuse? And it, Really, I have tried to run from that brand name. I did not want to accept it. But it just kept, you know, hanging out and coming back to me, and people kept using it. I was like, okay, a smart person would realize that this is a heck of a brand name, and instead of instead of rejecting it, just, you know, grab onto it with both hands and, and, and you know, lean into it and use the heck out of it, which is what I finally did. But as far as how I started writing, um, when I first started blogging in 2009 on the Midway Marketplace, it's one of those things people told me, you have to have a blog if you're going to have a podcast. And me not realizing that just because everybody else had a blog didn't mean I had to have one. I started one. And at first I had trouble with it because the platforms weren't so accessible for screen readers. I eventually found a third-party app called uh, Mars Edit that allowed me to get around that. And so I started blogging, and I realized that I really enjoyed writing and, you know, putting my thoughts down on electronic paper, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that was it was actually very rewarding and uh, made me feel good to write. So that was that was a great part of it. But as far as the book goes, I'm going to tell you, this is one of my secrets. Okay. Um, Some of the best things that have happened to me in life have happened because somebody I trust, Double Dog, dared me to do it. (laughs) And in the case of the book, there's this lady named Eve Coivola who invited me part, me to be part of an online summit. She said, Max, I know you've never done one, but to do one, you have to have something free or something cheap that people will, will give you their email addresses in exchange for. So I think you should write a book. And I'm like, 
yeah, sure, you think I should write a book, but I don't think so. <laughs> and she said, I think you can do it. She said, "If you, and I think you can do it in 30 to 60 days. I'm like, yeah, you are really confident in my abilities. <laughs> and she ran this quote on me from Richard Branson, who likes to say, promise to do it and then figure out how. And I said, okay, that sounds great, but if I don't figure out how, I'm going to blame this all on you, and I'm going to blame it on you during the virtual summit. So <laughs> I started. she sent me a tutorial. I started writing the book. A month later, she says, back, the other four women have decided it would be better for marketing if it was all women thing, so you're out. Oh, jeez. Okay. I said, okay, that's fine. I grew up in the carnival. I'm a promoter at heart. I understand what it is to want to put uh, butts on the ground, butts in the seats feet on the ground or faces behind the screens. I'm cool with it. But, you know, you got me hooked, so I'm going to keep writing. I wrote uh, for another month or so, and then eventually I sent it off to my editor, uh, Lorraine Regulia, at, at wordingwell.com, and, and she basically shepherded me, shepherded me through the entire process of going from a rough manuscript to having it published on Amazon and CreateSpace and other places. So I give Lorraine all the credit in the world. And which is why I make sure I mention her and her website, even when I'm doing interviews to promote me for, for two reasons. The book might have gotten right, written and published without her, but it wouldn't have happened as soon or as well. And the other thing is it's all about gratitude. If I don't yeah. show my appreciation to the people who helped me get where I'm going, uh, then that's basically disrespecting all those people who went out of their way and did things for, for free or for less than they would usually charge or gave me installments when they don't usually do installments. Those people who invested in my story that thought what I was doing was good enough that they wanted to help me, that'd be basically like, you know, spitting on them or telling them, you know, thanks, but I really didn't need y'all. So mm -hmm. I like to show my gratitude and mention these people who helped me get here. And really, if, if it hadn't been for somebody coming along going, you know, na-na-na-na-na-na, I think you can write a book, I wouldn't have written a book. <clears throat> Interesting concept. Interesting concept because I have friends that would be the exact opposite. We're heading to a break here, but I have friends that would say, you know, some of my worst decisions were after someone double dare dog, <laughs> double, 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 double dog dared me. Uh, I, I, I can, I, I think I probably would fit into that. I probably made some bad decisions on a, a double dog dare myself. So, uh, again, we're talking with Max Ivy. You can find him on his website at theblindblogger.net. Um, on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube, look him up at Maxwell Ivy. And again, his last name is spelled I-V-E-Y. Um, interesting stuff. So we're going to talk in the last segment about finding solutions, not excuses, with our guest this week, Max Ivy. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. 
Check out both of Mr. Business National best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And again, we're talking this week with Max Ivey, the blind blogger himself. And we've talked a lot about his journey so far. And, you know, the whole theme of the show has been finding solutions, not excuses, um, including mentioning uh, Max's, he's got a show himself called What's Your Excuse? And so I want to focus some of it on uh, most of this last segment on that. But before we even get into that, uh, tell everyone where they can find your books, Max. I want to make sure everyone that's interested can find them easily. Well, sure. Uh, You've been doing a great job of sending people to my website, and I'm going to steal the way you tell people to find my social media accounts because I've been struggling with that part of it. (laughs) Uh, But there's a page on the website, theblindblogger.net slash store, where they can find my books. They can also find the What's Your Excuse show merchandise. Um, And if they need a little bit of inspiration and motivation, maybe having one of my my shirts or a messenger bag or something like that to remind them of uh, of finding solutions instead of excuses might be something they need at the blindblogger.net slash store. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So talk to us. So someone who, I mean, everyone faces challenges in life, of course, but some of us face much more difficult challenges to overcome. And you were certainly uh, a person who faced that with starting to lose your sight, eyesight at, you know, at such a young age. And then being, I mean, you had a little bit of a journey to get there, but, you know, essentially being blind by the time you were, you know, 18, 20 ish years old. Um, how the heck is, how do you look for and how do you seek solutions rather than excuses? Well, I think uh, my vision loss, especially losing it uh, mostly gradually over years, was a, was a great preparation for what I'm doing now because. Uh, in my earlier years, I went from reading regular textbooks and library books to reading large print text to using a closed-circuit monitor to put the books up on a screen and even bigger text to eventually audio and, and learning Braille. Um, in my lifetime, I've gone from a manual typewriter to electric typewriter to computer keyboard to now, while I'm not the best at using my smartphone, I'm an iPhone and an iPad user thanks to the voiceover app that allows them all to talk to me when I when and if I want them to talk to me. So, uh, you know, for the practice over the years of having to continually find new solutions as my vision changed was a great preparation for this. But a lot of it just is, is really, it does come, it comes down to deciding. You know, if you decide that there's a solution out there, no matter how distasteful it may be, and you're willing to find it and you're willing to do it and you're not, uh, you're not ashamed about how you're going to look doing it, or as I like to tell people, life ain't the Olympics. They're not going to give you style points, so stop trying to win them. <laughs> uh, you know, if you get to that point where you're willing to to humble yourself, to be embarrassed, or to do things you don't like, to find a solution that works for you, then you'll find them. But if you're, you know, if you're sure that what you're doing, you know, that you're not capable of it, then you're going to find reasons or excuses or things that block you from accomplishing. For example. I have a podcast. Uh, you've mentioned it, the What's Your Excuse show. Uh, when I started that, um, I did not, and I still don't know how to edit stuff. So instead of saying, I can't edit my audio, so I'm not going to record, I said, okay, I'm just going to record. I'm going to talk or I'm going to interview people. Then I'm going to press stop, and I'm going to put it out there. 
and hope that the content overcomes the the, the quality of the audio. And guess what happened? Uh, there's become a thing where we have what's let's call it um, recorded live, and <laughs> thankfully, authenticity or putting stuff out there that isn't over edited has become something that actually attracts people to me and my guests, not repels them. Mm-hmm. So. The fact that I just didn't say, okay, I can't do this because I can't edit it, I can't make my stuff sound like everybody else's stuff, didn't stop me from having a podcast, and I've been doing it for four or five years off and on. And I'm, uh, so, and a second, a second part of that story is two years ago, I got so frustrated with the process of uploading my audio files that I almost quit podcasting altogether. And then I said, wait a minute, Max. Who says that your podcast has to be an audio and video and you have to have a text, tra- a, a, a text transcript? If you don't enjoy doing the audio, then why do it? You know, just because everybody else posts their audio doesn't mean you have to. So for two years, I posted just a video. I uploaded to Facebook and YouTube and some of those video interviews got uh, over 300 views. Mm-hmm. Now, Facebook isn't as reliable as some of the pod- audio podcast tracking stuff, so I don't really know how much people watched or listened to. But I was still putting my content out there. I was still recording it, but I was having so much more fun recording it because I didn't know at the end when I pressed stop that I've got to fight my way through this uh, podcasting platform I was using to host my audio that I hated. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a year, for two years, and then the summer I spoke at a thing called Level Up at Envisions in Kansas, and I was around all these amazing blind and visually impaired people, and these kids are doing stuff I wouldn't have never thought of when I was 20 or 18 or 19, and I mean some of the stuff they're doing as far as uh, creating meals on a on a on a level like you would do in a in a fancy hotel restaurant or uh, STEM projects where they're, you know, they're building stuff in wind tunnels. I'm like, I never thought about stuff like that as a blind kid 20, 30 years ago. And after being around them for a week, I was like, you know, Max, your podcast thing is an excuse. You've got to figure out a way around this. And so I started talking to other visually impaired people who do blogs and podcasts. And one of them said, Max, I'm going to show you how to use uh, Blueberry, which they don't spell it that way, but that's how they call it. That's how they say it. <laughs> He said, once you get set up with it, you're going to love it. It's going to be even simpler than posting your video. It turns out he knew what he was talking about. So on July 1st, I started posting audio again. I've only missed two Mondays since then. The audio version of the show has uh, 665 downloads since July 1st, which means I'm on pace to get to 1,000 before the end of the year. This all happened because I got tired of my own excuses. (laughs) Right. You know? So even the guy who's a no-excuses guy can sometimes catch himself making excuses, and then he has to go, okay, there has to be a way I can fix this. How do I do it? Okay, I don't know how to do it. Maybe somebody else knows how to do it. Uh, if Maybe that other person can't teach me how to do it, but maybe they can do it for me. So, you know, I went to my standard way of doing things. I found somebody who knew more about it than I did. They, they put me onto the proper uh, hosting company that would be accessible and easy to use. And now I'm, I am finding that it is easier to post my audio than it is to post my video. So huh. I'm now back on in both formats, the What's Your Excuse show. Uh, and I'm noticing something really cool is people are listening to my podcast on Mondays. I'm getting all my downloads on Monday and Tuesday. So that means I am helping people on their Monday morning commute mm-hmm. get their 
week started off on the right foot because I got, like I said, I got tired of my own excuses. And sometimes that's the thing. You get comfortable, you get into a routine, and you don't even realize you're making excuses. You know, it's just something that you've done, you're comfortable with. You may know that you can do better, but it may take an experience or an event or somebody to come along and remind you, hey, man, you are capable of so much better than this. So, I, And I share both parts of this story about my podcast because I don't want people thinking I'm perfect, that I never uh, make excuses, that I never take the easy way out because sometimes I do. But yeah, it's... for the most part, you know, I am always challenging myself and other people to find those creative, unique solutions. And if you don't care what they look like, if you don't care who comes up with them, if the only goal is to solve the problem so you can move yourself closer to your goal, you're going to find a solution. You may even find multiple solutions you didn't think about. Right. But you really have to get into that mindset of, I am going to find it because it's there somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome stuff here, Max. I really appreciate you joining the show. Again, go out to blindblogger, theblindblogger.net on his website. Uh, thanks again for being on the show, Max. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks to you. I really appreciate the opportunity, and I can hear the music playing, so I appreciate <laughs> it. You have a great day. All right. Thanks, Max. Thanks to listeners. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.